Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another week of Thanks for Your Concern. This episode I'm super excited about. I'm so ready to expose myself and talk about dating in Seattle. Absolutely. It's another day in beautiful quarantine. We're back on lockdown. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here, but I'm trying to make it positive. I can't go outside, so I might as well try to um, become successful inside, I guess, you know? Fuck yeah, dude. I'm starting my own business now because I realize immigration is never <laughs> oh, going to yeah. give me a fucking work permit, so they can suck my dick. I'm going to start my own business. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm fully for it. You know, everything happens for a reason. You know what I'm saying? America keeps trying to make me better, man. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Just For another struggle. Real. Another struggle. Another day. Another, another drama. Another character building experience for Bernice. You're probably <laughs> actually better for it in the long run because, you know, could you imagine ever having struggled and how would you would have become? I probably would have been an asshole, right? You have no adversity that you overcame. I know. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> man well, who knows but are you ready to get into the episode i'm so ready all right let's, let's do it do it all right everybody welcome back to an awkward episode of seattle dating I'm I'm so ex- like I'm so excited because honestly like I've been waiting for this one. All right, I have some people to expose. I have some things, some hot takes that I want to say. Ooh. So I'm excited. We love a good uh, roast. You know, I haven't done a lot of dating in Seattle, to be completely honest. I broke up with my boyfriend from college last year, and I never stopped talking to him. So. <laughs> Yep. I got I got some stories though, so I'm I'm ready to share what I've got. All right, let's just start off with saying like Seattle, the scope of men here. Obviously, it's uh, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google epidemic out here. So you get a lot of tech people. They're special breed of humans too. Yeah, they're they're sick boys. They. In always, you know, they live in like these little condos, these little studio apartments with maybe a dog or not, or maybe one roommate. And they don't have a lot of furniture or sense of style. Honestly, like I feel like I could start a business where I just like take these men who have clearly never budgeted and have $70,000 but don't know how to spend it correctly. Because (laughs) I swear to God, I've walked into so many apartments where I was like do you live here or is this like a front because this looks unlivable you make six figures but this looks like a frat basement interesting Mm, okay so we don't know about quality furniture and we're paying sixteen hundred dollars for a studio apartment in downtown seattle because great location best location it's so close to work i just can walk there it just needs uh, a touch of someone who gives a shit, you know? Yeah, a little style. That has some fucking standards. Some aesthetics. And these boys, they're usually like, I like, they're not that interesting. 
not to be fucking mean, but like they sit at a computer all day. You know, their day is like, oh, yeah, I had to recode that thing like 30 times. And I'm like, I totally understand what you're talking about. I feel bad because there's nothing inherently wrong with them besides that they lack flavor. You know, it's just like <laughs> every single one spice. that I, I swear to God, every single date I've gone on with one of these dudes because I'm thinking they have it together a little bit. Like, let's give these dudes a chance. I've just been sitting there, like, holding the conversation. I'm like, so are you going to speak or is it just going to be me this whole time? Like, do you have something to say or nah? And then they just don't have anything to say. And then I'm like, mm. You know, I've actually, I've been on some good ones. I've been, um, one of the best dates I've been on, the dude chose the place that we were going to go. It was Thai food. And here's the thing. I'm, not, I'm usually not down for dates, but I do like free food. Because I was mm. in a bit of a bit of a hoe face when um I broke up with my ex boyfriend, and I didn't like dates because I didn't want to lead them on. But then mm. I realized that I was losing out on free meals and drinks, and so I I had to just give in because I like free food. So this dude took me out to Thai food. I said I don't. He said Mexican food. I said, uh, I don't like a lot of fucking Mexican food places in Seattle. They're all terrible. And mm-hmm. he took me to Thai food. He knew some stuff about the food that he looked up. And then when he tried to like keep the conversation going and when he, when he didn't have anything to say, he brought up like 36 questions to get to know somebody um, that it was published like on some magazine. And he was like, that. we can do some of these. And I was just like, wow, how fucking thoughtful. <laughs> beautiful chef's kiss 10 10 i feel like whenever guys take me out to dinner i'm always willing to pay half but at the end of the night if they offer i'm like you know what you got dinner and a show today i was on point like you got <laughs> entertainment like this is usually people have to pay for this okay so <laughs> if you want to offer to buy me dinner i'm gonna just say yes because why not? You offered. That's true. I'm also down for an activity. I do enjoy when they're like, yo, do you want to go like to Flat Sick, which is a place where you can do mini golf or like sh- they have shuffleboard and they're all Seattle yeah. theme. And that's a good fucking idea because even if you don't have anything to say, you can like get competitive or you can just still have somewhat of fun if you are a dud. I agree. I'm a big fan of arcade dates. I feel like those are super fun. You can be competitive, but then also like if you have to cut the date short, it's not that awkward. I always <laughs> wait. I, I don't want to sign up for an hour long activity if the dude's fucking crazy and he shows a lot of red flags. Like I try to suss people out. Yeah. I usually I like me to meet it. I met most of the dudes I dated on dating apps. <laughs> well, but yeah, I let like me a quick just say this. It's terrifying to go meet up a dude you've never fucking spoken to or know anything about. Mostly when they're like, I don't have social media. I'm like, all right, do you not have social media or are you just like a psychopath serial killer and are lying to me that you don't have social media and this might not even be your real name. So then you have to tell the people, you have to text your friends and be like, yo, if you don't hear from me in two hours, like assume that this man has killed me. (laughs) Dude, I go through such, and people might be like, oh, that's a little intense, but I go through a vetting system when I go on a date with someone. I try to Sometimes I ask them for their full fucking name. Okay. I need your mom's phone number and dad's address. Come on. I need a full name. You work at Amazon allegedly. That means you have a LinkedIn. 
So if you can, like, if I can verify that you are who you say you are, show me I your feel offer. A little bit, show me your literally. job offer. I'm and how need much confirmation. You can I please get your manager's number so I can double check that you work there? Two references. They can't be I, related to you. Dude, I try to get as much information as about someone as I can. And then I said, literally, like, it's a very typical that Berenice and our other friends will get in a group chat because I just don't want one person. I want right, like right. multiple people to know where I'm at. Yeah. And I tell them where I'm going, who mm-hmm. I'm going with, send them a profile pic. Just a lot to like give the cops if I do get go missing, you know? Yeah. Uh, one time I was like. I was having a good time and I didn't want to be on my phone. So I was just like, hey, let me just like let my friends know that you're not a psycho and you're not going to try to fucking murder me. And he was like, oh, my God, like you have you guys have to worry about that. And I was like, don't you? (laughs) I could have been like a one big crazy bitch. (laughs) Like Tinder is barely better than fucking Craigslist. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as meeting a stranger, like I don't think a Tinder profile like an email. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if that's you. The other thing is that I always get worried that people like are going to like low key catfish me, like not high key, but it's just like, dude, these pictures are from when you're 23, you're 38 now. Like, what are you doing? You got to use some updated photos. I haven't had that happen, but I've been worried. You know, I hate the apps. Every time I am single, I try to give it a go because I'm just like, this is just like a great way to like even meet someone who could be a fucking friend. And every single time I'm like, why did I do this? I deleted almost right away. I did find one useful thing for the apps, though, is putting your social media mm. handle on That's there and take. being like, <clears throat> Uh, like never on here message me on insta <laughs> and your fucking social media handle and then those like instant followers <laughs> so my hot tip with the, the dating apps and like actually fun fact i deleted all the dating apps because i was like i'm fucking over this and then when we went to san francisco i was like oh you gotta del- you've gotta download it because then you can a get a lot of new followers if you're in a big city, and b you can ask people like what's the good like what's the good eats what's the good haps yeah. around town where do all the young people hang out and then you get great travel recommendations. That is true. It's a good idea to do that. There are a lot of new apps though. You know they're getting you, you got the Tinder that's a classic, and then I downloaded Cheespa for a like a few days and chispa is like the latinx tinder <laughs> yeah i downloaded it too because you know i, I was like a- ella you're brown like you can go and cheese but it doesn't matter and they <laughs> ask you for like what like your nationality like ethnicity what the fuck ever you want to call it and it's kind of cool because everyone well or at least most people there are either brown or white men who are attracted to latinas <laughs> Honestly, I feel like any like white man that goes through the research of finding an app that is designed for yeah Latinas, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> the best part is when the white boys have like one sentence in Spanish as their bio to like really try to get you. Yeah, you know, they're like, oh, I'm John, but like, and I'm I don't speak Spanish, but like, I'm here to meet you or. Something of that sort. Thank you, John. Thank you for trying. Thank you for Googling that. Ten. I tried. I honestly, because I feel like we were going to do this episode five ever ago. So for research, I also got on Plenty of Fish and Coffee Meets Bagel. Mm, can't say I have high reviews for those. If oh anyone God, was wondering. Yeah, we did. We did go <laughs> yeah. through that phase where we're like, let's fucking research these. I remember 
Coffee Meets Bagels kind of cool because there's a lot of fucking shit about you. And then the yeah. fish one, I couldn't understand how it worked. <laughs> they want your money. I feel like that's something that's like they want you to pay to get messages. I personally like Bumble because, you know, I'm kind of into astrology. <laughs> and also they put your political views because like let's be real like i don't need to waste my time with someone who has such different morals than me so <laughs> i liked bumble but you know i don't know i f- i feel like i had like a thousand matches on tinder at one point but i maybe went on like five dates out of those thousand it's just never fucking great i could really get behind no. a nap that was like for men to match with me they'd have to pay me like i could get behind <laughs> that is that kind of like seeking arrangements and only fans but like without actually ever having to speak to the people they just kind of pay you to subscribe you know there's actually a page that does that oh my god it's called like my girlfriend or something like my girl (laughs) fun it's my girl fund it's not really a dating app i would say that it's you get paid to be a virtual girlfriend that doesn't sound that hard It doesn't. You know, it's every day. It's every day is a constant struggle of me trying not to pull a money making scheme on the Internet. So, yeah, I know too much, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, I haven't actually I don't think. Oh, one time I went on a date off Tinder years ago and I got bubble tea and the dude like kind of looked like 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 his pictures looked. He looked cute. But in person, there was something about his face that gave me like creepy vibes. Like he looked like his picture, but maybe it was just the way like he stared. It was a no for me. But (laughs) when I sussed out that he wasn't a psychopath, I did let him drive me home and the man nearly fucking killed me. And, you know, (laughs) maybe it's not a great thing that I'm letting these people drive me home, but like I don't have a driver's license. So it's kind of hard to get around. And then when you're like, oh, how did you get here? I'm like, oh, I Ubered because I don't have a driver's license. They're always like, oh, I can give you a ride. So, you know, your girl's trying to save some money. The best thing that you could say in a date is let me pay for your Uber home. TBH. Yeah, but I'm not trying to give people my address like that. Well, you can put somewhere fucking else. You can always sometimes I say I'm going to a friend's house. If I don't trust you, I'm not telling you what where the fuck I'm going, who the fuck I'm hanging out with. I always am like, I'm going to be with a lot of people after this. They will notice if I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm meeting my mom and my dad and my cousins and my grandma and my cat. <laughs> I know that this might not be how everyone thinks, but I have anxiety. So like I know for a fact that like I'm always on edge about getting murdered. But we also live in the Pacific Northwest. Like it would not be that fucking strange if I went missing. Knock on wood. Oh my God. Okay. I was sorry. So one time I had a the romantic way to call it is a one night, one night stand. It was like the first time I hooked up with someone after breaking up with my ex-boyfriend and I was convinced that this person was going to murder me and this is why because I (laughs) went over to their house like at the end of the night also we went to Shingletown which is this country fucking bar oh, that no no I, no 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 i was so out of place <laughs> shit was ridiculous that it was, was such an long accident. story short a bunch of huck, fucking hicks there and this dude not my best shining moment but i was like oh he lives super close to me 
I'll just go over there because like he's going to pay for the Uber and then I'll just go home. Right. But then my thought asked spend the night there. But I was scared that he was going to murder me because when we got there, he was like, hey, like, I didn't think I was going to bring anybody back. So like I didn't bring my house key because I usually lose it. And I was like, OK, like that makes sense. <laughs> so he's like, wait, just wait a second. And then he fucking, Fellow you dad. know, you know, in the sisterhood of the traveling pants, how this bitch like joints herself up to grab the fucking uh, fire escape. Mm. Yeah, yes. so he did that shit. And then like he was like, oh, like, come on. And I was like, are we breaking into somebody's house? <laughs> and, then, and then I fucking go up this railing into this apartment. And it was really nice, like really, really nice. And this dude like took us to Shingletown. Like I had no standards for this man. And I was like, I I was convinced that it wasn't his place. I was like, he's lying to me. This is not his place. And then, like, we proceeded on to to hook up, and I kept being really scared that he was going to murder me, so I kept, le- like, leaving traces of me in the apartment. So, like, I would take up my ring and put it, like, under a sticky note. And then, like, my jacket, I, like, tucked it in under the table, like, behind a chair. And then when we went to sleep, he was... I don't know how we start talking about guns. I should have fucking known that this was a bad fucking idea. Anyways, this dude had like four guns and he was like, yeah, I have one in my nightstand. And he just pops it out of his nightstand. And they're like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And then he's like, oh, it's chill. It's chill. Like, I'm glad I didn't show you the one under the the bed because that's like an AR blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't. Ah! That would make me so nervous. You're coming over to a dude's house for the first time and he thinks, you know what? Let me show her my guns. Like, I just feel like that's scary. Like, what you know, girls are like, I'm just confused at the type of woman that's going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, show me your gun. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, let me show me your murder weapons. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. So- and I was like, I had never also I've just like never been around guns like that so that was probably the most scared I've ever been in my fucking life I did proceed to like spend the night there because it was really late but I did not sleep one fucking bit I was literally wide open the entire fucking night and then it it turned morning and I was like hey so like I have to go and then my dumbass couldn't remember where I left all my shit so I had (laughs) to play detective and then I had to look hella dumb because he was like well why is your shit like in these random ass spots and I'm like I couldn't tell you. Like, I really don't know. Uh, <laughs> I like do this. Yeah. Never spoke to that man again. Uh, but I'm glad he didn't murder me. I had like a similar experience. I was dating this guy and he brought me to his apartment and I was like, holy shit, this is nice as fuck. Like, it's still the nicest apartment I've ever been into. And I like was recording it because I was like, oh, I have to show all my fucking friends. And then he came out of the bathroom and I was like, oh, just doing a little house tour. <laughs> And he was like, oh, no, I totally get it. Like, this is a sick view. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's this is this is really nice. You and he's live like, here? Wow. <laughs> Bro, it was literally the nicest apartment I've ever been into. But he broke up with me. Um, he, Fuck him. Fuck he, him. You know what? I feel like whatever good sometimes, like, things fall apart for a reason. Absolutely. So, <laughs> That was super tight that I could show my friends that I can really pull. And it's impressive. Absolutely. It's always good to show off to your friends how much money that did in your dating ass. <laughs> you know, just tell Actually, them what it's kind of tight. It's usually, and a couple of the friends that, a couple of the dudes Ella has uh, dated, they like to flex by like 
buying us drinks. And oh, yeah. usually I'm down. There was this one fuck boy, though, that he was like, oh, like, what are you drinking? Let me buy you a drink. And he was he had like ghosted Ella for like a year and like suddenly popped back up. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get to buy me a drink anymore. It's really nice when you go out and not only will a guy buy you drinks, but like he buys all your friends drinks. So then you become like, people yeah. are like, damn, Ella's like really stepping it up. She's really putting in work <laughs> for the team, you know? Yeah. I'm a team player, bro. So like I eat all my homies eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and, and mostly when it's not like well shots, then even better. Ten. Yeah. Also, I'm happy I we took that dude's money because he ended up playing me so bad. So like I'm totally fine that he had to buy his patron shots for like three fucking months. I do not care. I fuck him. Fuck <laughs> and him. his money. <laughs> um so ella have you uh been on any dates where like a dude asks you something hella out of whack and you're just caught off guard whenever people are like what do you joke about with stand-up comedy and then i have to sit there being like you just met me like i do not think i want to tell you that i tell dick sucking jokes in public so that's always awkward and i also think it's just awkward when people ask me like so you know tell me about yourself it's like Uh where do we want to start like you know like ask me something a little bit more specific because it's like i feel like i'm in a job interview where i'm like well you know uh i went to wsl and uh (laughs) now i work at like i don't know what the fuck to tell you about myself and i also just like i hate when someone tells me a question i ask them about them is hella weird you know Mm -hmm. like sometimes if there's a dull in the conversation i bring out some like sorority recruitment oh my god i was just gonna say that i was like i'm a top date because i can talk for hours (laughs) literally i could go on and on so i'll be like if you were any type of shoe, what type of shoe would you be and they look at me like i'm fucking crazy and i'm like okay whatever what is your soul tree do you, and would you, if you were a tree, would you smell like that tree or another type of tree? <laughs> See, and the thing is, is I like people that can think on their feet. That's like a not typical question. If you're yeah. like, oh, I don't know. It's like, oh, it's not that serious. Dude, I've gotten people that are like, oh, I'm going to have to think about that. Or like, I'm not sure. I'm like, okay, moving on. I don't have, I don't got fucking time for this. <laughs> Literally, like, I'm it's going not that like serious. this fast. I need people to go this fast with me or like, it's just a no-go. yeah dude one time um this dude it was a nice restaurant and everything about it was like i he had one point we run out of things to talk about and as we're eating he asked me so have you done any extreme dieting (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like um no he then proceeded to tell me about how he went on keto i lost a bunch of weight which like i guess is cool but i just thought that that was a really weird thing to bring up mostly as like i'm sitting there stuffing my face because i don't give a fuck about you know like some people are weird about other people watching them eat i'm not fucking like that like i i'm the messiest fucking eater eater like i just generally enjoy food so um at first i thought it was a jab for like <laughs> like even like putting on some weight you. maybe my pictures didn't look like me i don't know but that's actually a terrible question because the thing is i hate when people ask questions that they just want to talk about themselves like yeah. he clearly was asking you because he wanted to tell you about his keto journey which i think is so <laughs> fucking funny because everyone on keto won't shut the fuck up about it well because i think it's because it's drastic you know what i mean 
Like it was, it was a wow. It was a wow for him. It's a wow for like anybody I know that does keto. I just, I personally can't fucking do it. Okay. I love my, my carbs. I live for my carbs. I live for my fats. I, I live for food. (laughs) Me too. And that's why like, honestly, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm happy that I'm going on these dates because at least I get to try new restaurants in Seattle. Like literally if someone's like, oh, like where do you want to go? I'll just be like, okay, well, uh, I've been thinking about going here. So (laughs) let's go together because then I can just like take that off the bucket list. And you can pay for it. Yeah. If you want. I also, sometimes I get awkward about the paying situation because personally, like I... I'm not someone that's used to having other people pay for my things, which is like why I've never went for a sugar daddy or anything like that. It makes me Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Maybe that's something I have issues about that a therapist could debunk for me. But (laughs) essentially, every time the check comes, I'm like, do you want to split it? Because I don't like I don't mind that. I don't know if people find that fucking rude. For the most part, I found that people enjoy that because then they can be like, oh, no, it's on me. And then I get to say, oh, yeah, okay, I got the next one. Yeah, I agree. I think that sometimes like I've never had this, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to create a power dynamic where like I owe you something. So sometimes but like then again, some people insist on paying. I'm like, that's a nice gesture. I appreciate that. Yeah, I do. Not to. Let's not get this twisted. I love when people pay for my food. I just I just have like a moment where I feel weird about it because I'm not sure if you're going to or not. And I want to be polite. You know, I don't want to assume that you're going to pay for feeding me. I know one time I offered and he was like, yeah, I'm all about feminism and I feel like women should always pay half. And I was like, "Okay." Oh, so that's how feminism works. <laughs> Tell me more about your views. I literally was like, I don't know if that counts, but like. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yes. <laughs> you got any other takes on maybe masculinity? We can talk about yeah, those you know. too. Um, oh, yeah. goodness gracious. I sometimes have too much. Well, I sometimes like I feel like what I'm sexually attracted to and what I'm wait now what I'm physically attracted to but like what I'm mentally attracted to kind of clash a little bit so I end up going to a date with someone who I'm like ah they're like cool and we, I vibe with them but like I'm not physically attracted or mm. I'm like oh god this dude's hot but he's a douchebag yeah for me I'm just like I- I can tell if you're going to be a friend like real quick into the conversation, you know, and then there's people that surprise you. Like I went on one date and this dude told me about like all his mental health things. And I told him about mine and I was like, wow, like I have never met somebody so fucking straightforward about all their shit that I just told all my shit to. And they told all their all their shit to me. And it was refreshing Obviously, like I was not in a place where I wanted to be in a relationship. So I, I let him know it's a good it's a good way to let somebody down um, and get myself out of all these dates when you just talk about how you talk to your ex-boyfriend every day. So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that works. And, yeah. but, you know, I, I said that and this person was like, actually, it's just like I broke up with my girlfriend recently. You're the first person I take out. I'm just like working through the motions right now. And I was like, oh, my God, it, is this actually my soulmate? And I just don't know. No, um, I don't. I don't fucking think so. But it, it was nice. It was nice when you can find someone that you vibe with. And I think like I'd be this person's friend if they explored a friendship with me just because they were so fucking easy to talk to. Yeah, I feel like 
I wish more friendships came out of failed dates because it's like, but I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like once you start the dating dynamic, it's like hard to transition into being someone's friend. But some people get butt hurt. Yeah, I wish more people were less butt hurt. But I feel like a lot of the people that i've dated were like we like mutually ghosted each other you know what i'm mm. saying like because i personally i will text you one fucking time and mm. then <laughs> like if you don't text me back what i'm gonna double triple text you to try to get your attention i think that if somebody likes you they will reach out they won't fucking yeah. forget about you if they generally like want to continue making a connection with you so yeah. it's like i'll try once and then if they don't respond i'm like okay cool Peace out because I'm not putting an effort into a relationship that someone else isn't willing to put the same amount of effort into. Exactly. And I'm also a petty bitch. So if you didn't reply to me for two hours, you're not getting a text for four hours. You're going to reply to me in one day. I'll text you back next week. So, you know, it's all about balance and like... (laughs) (laughs) finding someone who really likes you and just want to make you feel special and also understanding I think like I go into a lot of date situations and maybe this is because I wasn't actually looking to date anybody seriously having Sierra expectations literally just preparing myself for the food that I'm about to eat even if it's about time and then you're always going to be pleasantly surprised if it turns out good and also don't like I don't know. I personally live with low expectations. I never expect somebody to fucking call me or text me after just seeing each other. But that's just me. Yeah, I feel like literally like I'm at the point. Well, not anymore. But like I was at the point where I'm just like, yeah, let's just go into this with zero expectations and hope for the best. Expect the worst. Yeah. Um, But I definitely like put it on my profile but I was like I'm not even I'm not trying to like hook up like that's not what I'm trying to do right now because like I don't need fucking a bunch of random hookups and I definitely don't need to like spend time effort and money on hooking up so I made that pretty clear to people when I was dating first in Seattle and I feel like that worked out like to my benefit I also just think like going on a date off tinder is is hard and like kind of scary like hooking up off just apps that's fucking terrifying you don't even know if you're gonna have like sexual chemistry or any type of chemistry with that person dude also i'm not going like i'm not having someone come to my house that i fucking don't fucking know and i'm most certainly not gonna go to your house if i don't fucking know you so yeah like it's different because when i was in you know college town i think it was just a way different atmosphere like it was a fraternity they live at they live two blocks away from your house (laughs) yeah like you knew a lot about them like you had mutual friends you had friends like hooked up with them too so it was just a lot fucking different (laughs) versus like yeah okay let me just go to this stranger's house in seattle and hope for the fucking best like come on you gotta kidding me (laughs) no and then one time i made the mistake of entertaining an idea and then Ne- that dude like never left me alone and I was like and then found me on like social media because I was dumb and put my social media and I'm like bro stop being fucking creepy or you're about to get fucking blocked <laughs> yeah the worst is when people come off of the app that you didn't match with and then get into your dms like we didn't match but like let me shoot my shot like you will never <laughs> da, 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 da. and I'm like Ugh. I'm the man of your dreams shoddy come over like, here Ugh. And then they'd like hit you up. And then like, I've had a couple people turn on me like, you're a bitch. Like, I can't yeah. believe you're not even going to respond. And I'm like, to your aggressive Instagram DM, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you're, I, you're upset I didn't respond. Does this work for you? Do you get a good response from women when you're 
in all caps in their Instagram store in their Instagram bio. See, and I'm saying this is why it would be a great fucking app if you had to pay to talk to me. <laughs> Just invest. At least I'm getting bit. something positive out of the interaction, even if you're about to fucking yell at me for not messaging you back. Oh, oh, oh. Seattle dating and general dating overall. Very awkward time. I I do sometimes enjoy dates, though, because you get to meet people. And I like meeting people. I guess if you didn't like me, I don't know how people are doing it in fucking quarantine. I've seen a lot of people doing like virtual dates, which I think that's very interesting. Um, I don't think I'd be into that. Yeah, I it's weird because I very much thrive in a dating environment. Like I understand like the dynamic of dates, if that makes sense. Like sometimes when I'm like with new people, I get like a little nervous, but it's like when I am on a date, I'm like, all right, I know why I'm here. Like we're trying to get this person to enjoy my company. So I'm just going to be myself. And then sometimes I just do too well. And then they're like really interested in seeing me. And I'm like, oh, you were a dud. <laughs> Sorry. It's Sorry. not happening. Let me tell mm-hmm. you about how I'm still in love with my ex-boyfriend real quick. <laughs> um. Hey, you know, whatever's fucking clever, whatever works for you. It's not all bad. I had to go on so many bad dates and like date so many like horrific well, it won't be horrific. I just had to go on so many bad days before I met my boyfriend. And I met that man off of Tinder. And that worked out really well for me. That's got to, you know, there's people hope, that are ladies. listening to this. There's hope. <laughs> there's hope. There's hope that you're going to find somebody on the internet. And that maybe these virtual dates are going to turn into something. So leaving on a, like a positive, I just hope everyone doesn't get scared that they're going to get murdered. Because like... You're probably not, but take some precautions. Let somebody know where you're going. (laughs) That's always a good one. Plugs of the week. Plugs of the week. Oh, great. Let's go. Ella, what's your plug of the week? So my plug of the week is going to be at Coco Pela. That's P-E-I-L-A. She is the director of hip hop and climate justice. She's an MC, a singer, songwriter, and a rap goddess, as well as being my cousin. I've just followed her recently. She's been putting out some super dope music and also doing really dope things in the community. She's down in the California area. So uh, we love an activist and an artist. So that's my plug of the week. Absolutely, That's super dope, dude. My plug of the week this week is Ludi Livia. I might, I don't know how to say that last name. I can try harder next time. I apologize to everybody listening. And she is an illustrator and storyteller. She does a lot of illustrations of women of color. And honestly, her work is super colorful and super fucking dope. So I will post her um, info so you guys can see her work by her prints. Her prints are like amazing and they would be such a good conversation piece to have at your house. All right, that is it for the plugs of the week. All right, you guys, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, our socials are at thanks for your number four, your concern, where you can find our links to everything and our plugs of the week. So that's a good way to get your references in if you are looking for the plugs of the week. Also, uh, remember that you can submit plugs of the week to our Instagram. Thanks again for listening. We will catch you next week. Bye.